You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Nice. All right, welcome back to the Handmade Podcast. What number episode are we up to? 42. Episode 42. And this is a special episode because for the first time in 42 episodes, Derek, Paul, and I are all sitting in the same place. Fully dressed. Fully dressed for now. And we're in the undisclosed location, as Derek likes to call it. We're in an underground bunker. In an underground bunker uh, underneath my house in East Durham. We got Aaron (laughs) providing security. That's right. Keeping us secure in here. Mm -hmm. 10-4. 10-4, yeah. Over. God, so um, copy that. This seems different that we're all in the same place, especially because we spent the entire day together. So yeah, um, I have nothing to say to you guys. Derek's got no new, nothing new to report, and <laughs> Paul burned out his take torch. So what's going yeah. on, Paul? What's going on in your life? Just, just busy every single day, working. I'm glad I got to come up here though. What have you guys been working on? Um, all those aluminum tables for the beach club. We're almost done with those. We got to start bringing them to the beach this week. And also the galvanized pieces are coming this week. Oh, you're getting them back? Yeah, they're coming back. That's exciting. Yeah, we're having them shipped right to the beach from the galvanizer. So it'll be interesting to see. What happens? Have those? you seen any of them? Or? No, I haven't no. seen any of them. I haven't seen <laughs> them, and, I, and, and I don't know if all the thousand dollars worth of shitty. <laughs> I haven't metal. seen them, and I don't even know if all the bolts are going to come out. <laughs> so yeah. it, this is like the stresses of trying to run a business. Yeah, yeah. but That's nothing's. Exciting. Do you have any overage on that? Like, do you have an extra canopy? Is there any extra? Or if one no. of them is bad, you got to send another one out to Massachusetts to get rehabbed. I don't have any extras. Um, but, I mean, I, I can't imagine that one will be bad. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess anything's possible, but. How uh, many of them did you make altogether, do you know? There's 20. There's 10 10 by 12 footers, and then there's 10, 10 by 20 footers. Wow. Yeah. And so they all bolt together. So right now together. they're all, like, linear pieces of uh, material. Yeah, I'm getting, like, attacked by worms over here. There you was, just had a, a white spider. Dude, you know those car spiders? on my crotch just two seconds ago. Yeah, was, dude, that's what they call it, an inchworm, right? <laughs> oh, that was bad. <laughs> I, that was really bad. Thanks for listening. That yeah. was bad. <laughs> that's, that's, 
Dude, it shot one of its little... Oh, my God. This is a disaster. Dude, <laughs> I think that's the title of... Dude, it literally, you know, the, like, Paul thread? Gonna, Paul got an inchworm. It shot... Yeah, I know. Your inchworm shot dude, a little thread out. I know. This Jesus is part of growing Christ. up. I know. You're getting used to it. Uh, I'm that's, that's the name of the episode. For a long time. <laughs> the inchworm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I swear to God, it's on the floor, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so the you have, so you have twenty canopies. They all bolt together. Yeah, they all right? bolt so together. So it's all basically like a pile of almost looks like raw material right yeah, now. Yeah, it just, just looks like material spots. with with little brackets with plasma cut holes on them. Um, and it all goes together somehow. I tested they, them out and they work. So. And then is what's it going to have like a canvas top? Yeah. Or, are you a, responsible for that at no, all? They, no. They, you have nothing to do with that. They so have that's a the um, complete. Yeah, they have a uh, canvas awning company that that is making the custom made tops so mm-hmm. that they have nothing to do with that so <laughs> do you do the install though or we they, are is the canvas probably interlocks like during the install right Does no it, like it just has on? little ties like it goes oh, over okay. the top and it comes down the sides and i weld it on three quarter inch square bar mm-hmm. um, like five inches below um around the perimeter of the top and it just ties off to that i guess um so we'll see how they do that but I am responsible for dropping everything off, having the tables assembled, and having the canopies assembled, and they have some somebody with an excavator that's going to come dig all the holes and drop everything into place, so I don't have anything to do with the install. I kind, it's kind of like part of the install, putting yeah. it all together, but so they're you dropping You assemble it, but they're installing it yeah. the ground. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. So, we'll see how it goes. That's going to be all this week and probably part of next week, too. So. And there's no coating on the aluminum tables. It's just you weld them and are yeah. you burnishing them or anything? Do you need to yeah, clean the welds? Yeah, I'm cleaning them up with the um, with the, with the furred. Yeah, that's what that's the right name for it, right? Yeah. I, just, I don't even know what I call it. It's called like the drum thing when I talk to my guys. Yeah, get drum that, finisher. Get that yeah, thing over there. Fine. I don't even know what I'm saying, anyways. I just got one of those from them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're nice. Yeah. I like the they're pneumatic. Nice. So like the way that that thing works for those that don't know, it's a it's. It's like a like a drum sander on its side, and it's for doing like the brushed stainless or brushed aluminum. And the way that the fared one does it, which I don't have a lot of experience with different manufacturers, but that one has almost like a little bicycle tube in it. Yeah. So you yeah. put the drum it's like on a go-kart it, and then you, tire. you fill up the bicycle oh, really? tube. Yeah. They make different drums though, so the okay, one you yeah. have might just have a solid drum. Yeah. But the one I know Paul has it where if you wanted like a stiff backer, like if yeah. you were grinding with it, which yeah. you could, you really could grind with it. Yeah. You would fill up that tire tight, and then it would be really stiff, and you could, you know. Um, so is the tire pot part of the tool? Or yeah, it part it's, of like it's on a drum. Like so, one of those drums has the tire, oh, and the oh, other oh, drums oh. are just a solid, like a plastic or an aluminum core drum yeah. with the. The, sh- the stuff around it, yeah, like Scotch Bright or whatever. Yeah, they exactly. sent me one that's like a, um, like a terry cloth, like um, oh, really? polisher like one. Yeah, yeah, that's so, cool. That's yeah, nice. I want to try that one to like polish up things when I'm done. Like, uh, just yeah, get, like a nice polish. I feel like that would because I I've never polished a car, but I hear about how you can burn through the paint. I feel like yeah. oh, that yeah. would easily burn through. The oh paint, yeah, because those things yeah. haul ass. Those yeah. those burnishers. Yeah, yeah that's why those I, things haul. I have a couple spots on my car that like I need to try to clean up, and I'm mm. so tempted to try. Not it, with that thing. No, no, no. With the regular uh, polisher. Buff. I have, well, you're good like with the, the polisher. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean I have a couple different compounds. I'd obviously go easy, but 
still with the black paint, I'm just like scared that how easy it could screw up. My truck's up. all destroyed. I just I let know. it get dirtier so no one ever noticed. Dude, my my truck, truck is filthy. So dirty Mine's got yellow paint all over it. Spray paint or like little specks of it. I don't even know what it's from. From overspray? Really? Yeah, I don't know if it was from me or at the old shop someone else's. I have no idea. I don't oh, know what really? happened. My like old truck had uh, my old truck had um, black overspray all over the back because I always spray paint shit in the driveway yeah, at the shop. So yeah. I like if you looked real close, you could see yeah. it. But um, that scares th- me when, when I paint at home. I'm just waiting for one of my neighbors to yeah. be like, "Hey, by the way, uh, did you paint a purple sign the mm-hmm. other day?" Like, <laughs> be like, oh, Angela God. was painting uh, for the centerpieces at our wedding. We have these lanterns, and she was. They were, they were jet black and she they were just like a little harsh so she painted them with this Krylon like bronze metallic and you know when you paint with metallic paint it puts those flakes in yeah. the air and so she was painting in the driveway of the shop and I gave her like a cardboard box sort of enclosure and every time I'd catch her like outside of it I'd be like get those things yeah. back because all that paint like just yeah, goes just everywhere goes I was like everywhere. that'll you'll notice that on overspray on the yeah. back mm. of my van like gold freaking yeah. specks. I mean, there's so much dirt on my van, I feel like it's a protective, uh, it's like ceramic coat. Yeah, yeah, you can just brush the dirt off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, away, my so. car is filthy. I know, dude, mine's so bad because where I'm staying at, it's just all like clay. Mm-hmm. They're doing work there. Yeah. It's just so dirty. I'm like. And this is mud country up here. It's so muddy. Yeah, you Anybody can't have a clean car clean up here. All the cars are just, just got to be completely rotted out from the yeah. snow and the. Mm-hmm. We were just at the gas station. It's so funny you said that. And Jimmy's like, look at that car. I've never seen that. It was a Honda. Um, What's like the pickup truck thing? Passport oh, the, or something? the like, pilot. Pilot. No, pilot. Like a, no, whatever it was. It's no. like a Honda, something like that. Like pickup truck thing, yeah. right? The whole bottom, the rockers, was completely rotted off. It wasn't like a bad looking truck. Like, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like that old. Yeah. It's like, how does that happen? I don't know. Like, just totally rotted off. It, I was like, holy shit. Like, that car's not that old of a car to look like that. I don't know if it was bum, or like a bum year or something or what, but some of those like, cars there they they like specifically have design issues where rust uh, collects in the rockers yeah. and it's like a known thing where like those like that year from this this model from this year to this year like you know out. the rockers are gonna rot out. Mm. I feel like I've like. Because when I got some of the older cars that I've had that I was going to fix up, I would like do, you know, I would do research into getting new rockers or whatever. And you'd find like, you know, certain years, like Ford trucks, there's a hundred companies that make rockers and wheel wells because they, every single one of them rots out, you know? And it's like, if you're a car manufacturer and that's happening, it's like, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a way to like drain it or like apply a better paint or, you know. In, in, you know, use plastic so that it just never goes. I don't know. That's like the undercoating that I used for, or I had done. Oh, nice. The um, undercoating, they sprayed it all in like yeah. parts of the car. Like I think in the rocker, or yeah, I think in the rockers actually. Yeah. Um, Cause there's like, if mm-hmm. you look on the back of the truck, there's, there's holes yeah. meant for you to like, I don't know if it's meant for you to spray the stuff in there or just so it can dry out. Like, it's weird. Yeah. yeah. But, well, there just needs to be holes because otherwise, like, moisture will find yeah, the way inside everywhere. Inside, so yeah. if you don't give it a place to get, a, get out, the volume on this episode is going to be all over the place because yeah. I keep adjusting it. But yeah, what are you going to do? You'll deal with it, right? The four listeners. Well, all the yeah. Fords and Chevys are aluminum, right? Um, maybe new no, our, Fords. I think ours are aluminum. Because I think they used to not be, but then they switched. I don't know. 
I, I got to see because I think I think. Let's go out and key on a truck. <laughs> we'll find you out. Throw a, why don't you got a handful of magnets? Just throw a handful of magnets yeah. at it. So the other day, I'm I'm talking to uh, I'm talking to Macklin, and he's got the uh, the plastic like rain guards on his window, and he right now he's like kind of staying back and forth over Brooklyn, and one of his one of his rain guards is like cracked. I'm like I'm like what happened? A tree branch fall on it? He goes no, some guy cut me off on the expressway, so, so I threw a handful of change out my window at his car, <laughs> oh my and he God. threw a full bottle of vodka at my car, oh, and it bounced shit. off my window and cracked my, oh my thing. God. I go that sounds like an appropriate response. I'm like dude, what you're what the fuck is wrong with you? That's crazy. Oh my god, he's nuts. I told my parents I wanted to get a little thing of ball bearings so I could start throwing them out the windows because I'm getting fed up with the cars on Route 8 in Connecticut because mm-hmm. it's a disaster. But they're like, you crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. You can't start throwing ball bearings. Why don't you just people. start throwing drywall screws Dude, out the window? Yeah, Fred already it. did that. Yeah. All right. Jesus. Fred already popped about 100 tires on I. I hope nobody listens to this episode that is involved no one knows in law Fred's enforcement. identity. They only know him as Fred. <laughs> I can't even find Fred, He's and I know where he lives. Friend. Oh, oh, I think we got a guess. Who's that? Oh, who's that? Oh, all right. We're live. If you so can guess who just entered the chat, <laughs> it's the only guess uh, we're going to have. Yeah, we're yeah, doing it right now. It's live. Pull up a chair. This is gonna sound all echoey. No, this is this is good. This, this is, is like, look, audio at, audio. look at my waveform. This, this is, is the, some good shit right here. We got crispy waves. We're on here. free audio recording software. Yeah. Are we're you good, almost done? We're gonna chair. To say hi. We're 12 minutes in, so we have two hours left. Is that your cat? Yeah. Oh. Angela Angela got stickers of Stewie printed, and then she sticks them on my laptop. Look, and here has oh. a mustache and a little hat. She got custom so cat stickers. I never and never could give a shit about a cat ever in my life. I love this cat so much. Sometimes when I'm working from home and I'm by myself, I just pick up the cat. <laughs> I, I love this cat. I love it. I you love this fucking cat. sound like cat. Jimmy. You can't say a goddamn thing. How many cats live in your house right 25. now? 25. <laughs> there are 25 cats, 85 birds. Yeah. Any random. From the way it smells, it smells like about 100. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a full blown petting zoo over here. Remember when we walked by the house and you could smell, you said, What's that weird yeah, smell under yeah. the house? Yeah, that's yeah. the same thing inside Jimmy's house. <laughs> there's a the, the foxes there's a whole family of foxes at the property and there's just pieces of chicken yeah, all over the place like me and paul chickens. went down down the hill where the, where i said the fox den was and there's like a huge wing of a chicken right outside the fox den oh, like really? a black chicken wing like bones and everything chicken wing chicken so today we went to my property up here in the upstate new york area and what was supposed to be like a quick rip around the uh the green Turned into like a four-hour expedition to fix my broken, my my flat tire on my new skid steer. But you know, I think we survived. It was a fun day. Yeah, no, you learned a lot. You learned how to fix the tire. Mm-hmm. You learned where you could get a valve stem now. And yep. You learned you got to get that extra one from Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get the extra wheel. Um, you know, we learned a lot. What are you doing with those? I'm just. I got a whole bunch of stickers from the hammer in. So I'm just putting some stickers. What are you up. gonna do with them? I'm putting them in my toolbox. Oh, there you go. You know. Jimmy, you have any insights for this week's episode for the listeners? Um, we just uh, we shot a, a week of TV shows. Nice. Is that a secret? I don't know. The other one talking. I'm not the one that's going to be cut from yeah. the show. Yeah. <laughs> Let the record state that James DeResta yeah. is yeah. speaking. No, we, yeah. we're, we're working on a TV project. I've said it on my other stuff, and, and it's been going really good. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, 
it's it's not I guess it's not like working at the pizza place, is it? No, nothing like that. Not as good place. as that. No. Jimmy Jimmy's learned how horrible I am at acting. And uh, <laughs> You I wanna get, shut you wanna I, shut Derek up? Point the camera out. How him. I could fuck up the easiest of lines, but you know, <laughs> hey, get us start somewhere, right? You're not bad at all, Derek. Yeah, I know. Remember what I told you when you were complaining about making videos, I said, just pretend you're talking to me or Max, like you're yeah. explaining something to me. It's, I, I, it's... I do that on the show, and then I'm just, I pretend I'm talking to Max, and then I'm like, get the fuck out of here, you <laughs> idiot. And they're like, yeah, we can't use that This line. This show is getting like an R rating somehow. <laughs> it's like supposed to be this, you know, yeah. uh, very uh, well, age-accepting program. Yeah. It started, they're Family like, show. They're like, really oh, it's, it's, you guys can do whatever you want, say whatever you want. We'll just bleep it out. And about 10 minutes into the first episode. It was all about, bleep. Yeah, we need to stop with the F-bombs. Mm -hmm. And uh, shit's okay. And we'll let an ass slide through every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> but the F-bombs got to stop. But yeah, I, I, feel like, I feel like the F-bomb is like the most offensive to people. Like shit has I can become. I think of a couple more yeah, that are worse. Yeah. No, but I mean, like in, in like the general like yeah. four letter yeah. word, like and you can say shit all day long. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. once you once remember you when suck used to be a swear. Paul never knew that. Suck no. was oh, yeah. a swear. Yeah. yeah suck. I remember when suck. you were still suck like, was becoming acceptable, and you heard it on yes. regular TV, and yeah. it was like, whoa. After ten o'clock at night. It's something you hear on yeah. Disney Channel, like you suck. Like that's yeah, no, that was a big deal when that began. Really, really made. Did you guys? Did you guys ever watch South Park? Did you guys ever watch South Park? So there was. But there were, well, South Park had like a lot of bleeps in it. And yeah. then there was one episode, I remember this from when I was younger, because like all my friends growing up watched it and we never did. I don't know if because we didn't want to, but I, my parents also didn't want us to watch it because it was, it yeah. had like that, that yeah. air around it of like, yeah. don't let your kids watch this. There was one episode where they, they figured out, yeah, they, they knew how much the FCC was going to find them per curse word and they just said, we're fine with it. We'll pay the fine. Oh, and it was it was huge. It was like viral marketing, like pre-internet, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and there was a curse word counter in the corner of the episode. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think they said the FCC is going to fine us five thousand dollars a curse word, and we're just okay with it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they just like riddled the episode with yeah, different yeah. swear words, and <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, but people like watched it just because yeah. it was on Comedy Central. It was going to be on regular TV. You didn't yeah. need like special cable, and it was yeah. going to have swear words in it. Yeah. Is the FCC like a government agency? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's what you want. Bigger government, right, Jimmy? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Where were you on June, January 6th, Dirk? I was with a couple <laughs> friends visiting the cherry blossoms. <laughs> Check his phone tracking. With my family, enjoying a nice dinner. Define family. Um, okay, <laughs> next. <laughs> so, uh, what tool did you buy this week? What did I buy this week? Um, I probably bought something this week. All right, then let me tell you about my tool. What did you get this week? I oh, bought you bought something this week. 1914, well, that's what it says on it. Is it really 1914? That's what the tag says that's on That's incredible. It, it's not old. Air compressor from a oh, dentist yeah, office. Oh, yeah, yeah, The dentist air compressor. So cool. we haven't played with it much because we had a slight little air leak, and it was pissing out rusty water out of the bottom of it and staining Jimmy's floor. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's got really water cool. Water from 1914. Yeah, it smelled like water. It smelled like Jimmy's hat. And, <laughs> um... No, come on, stay. We have a chair for you right here. No, honestly, I gotta go up and check on what's going on at the house. There's a few people up there. Click. Yeah, um, no, and Taylor. Yeah. 
doesn't, she doesn't listen to this podcast. Does she? All right. Okay. Yeah. Great. You got another Kennedy box. You could have told me you wanted a Kenny box. I have three in my basement. It's except Jimmy. Jimmy's exciting, exciting purchase was a toolbox. Yeah, lovely, boring. Okay. So yeah, no, it says on it 1914, but I don't know what year it was actually made or from. But What's the brand? What is that? Is it a manufacturer? Old, I can't tell you. It's, it's a porter up. cable. Actually, yeah, it's not a porter cable. It's um, I think it's from. England or something. Hold on one second. Chris, say something funny while the, while the customers are waiting. Um, I can't think of what I, I, I got. I got a new not. tool, too. I definitely got something. I got stuff, too. I'm recently. struggling. I just I can't remember what it is. Come on, guys. It has to be something. Oh, I got a, a torch set up. Oh, oh, you did. From Flame Tech. They sent me, they were nice enough to send me um, some regulators and a nice straight cutting torch um, mm. for the truck, which is going to be pretty awesome. Uh, I like having a torch like that um, because it's it's longer and you can kind of run it through your hands like a pool cue almost to make straight oh, cuts, nice. you know? I like that. Because it's got those long, you know, that long section towards the front with all the tubes mm-hmm. instead of like the, the ones that you can change the heads out on, which are still nice, you know, where you could swap the heads from a, a cutting head to a, a rosebud. Um, but I figured I'm not going to be doing a lot of rosebud stuff on the truck it's you're not going to be just like be, doing i'm not going to be doing ornamental every, every week iron work on the off the no. truck so i figured the straight cutting torch was going to be good and i could always get another one i thought you were going to have one of those swing out anvil stands and just do yeah like, like a farrier road blacksmith and you'd make hammers at the yeah, clients i could house. do horseshoeing at, at my sister's barn i could that do all would, the horses you probably would do really well that's actually you know? a really like tough job and you have to know oh. a ton about so, you follow Heavy Metal Forge on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, that guy that just like slams heavy shit. Around. Dude, that guy he's is a beast. Like, and he's and like you said, he's like he posted a video the other day about he had uh, it's it's a little bit gross, but he he picked up a horse. He was doing a horseshoe, and the horse had an abscess in his foot, Ooh. and he was talking about how to like how the horse is in pain because it has this abscess on yeah. his foot, and he was like, here's how you. He was showing how he drains like so. He's like. An impromptu vet in that moment, yeah. Because he's, I mean, the whole the, li- the horse's whole life is spent on its feet, so like they know when a horse is in pain and like how to give them relief. So he like it's drained it yeah. with like a hot nail, and then was like, "Ooh, he's with gonna a hot f- nail." Yeah, he's like, "Oh, she, you know, this horse is gonna feel so much better now that we like drained this, and it'll properly like." I think it had bad shoes, and it wasn't yeah. allowing the abscess to drain. It was really interesting. Follow Heavy Metal Forge on Instagram. He's like, he's either like. In his forties, or he's like eighty years yeah, he's old. Like 60, I can't he's tell. like seventy, and he's like shredded, shredded, and yeah. just like doing the literally the heaviest metal like, work possible. Yeah, he's got like thirty pound pieces of steel that mm-hmm. he can like barely fit yeah. under the power hammer. He's constantly like, drifting like a four inch piece of steel yeah. with like a five inch drift for God. I don't knows even know what why. he's doing. I've never. I don't even know what he's making. I just know he's just like forging big chunks yeah. of steel it's, it's, it's and then it's he goes out and he he's a fair like a full-time farrier him and his son which is like back-breaking work yeah brutal Plus, they have a pretty sweet truck you ever seen their truck set up no, no. so he's got like a utility but utility body truck with that like kind of opens oh yeah that's and then he's got a swing out anvil and he's got all lights in it and a grinder and all this shit and yeah. he's like he's like got it i mean the guy clearly knows how to work efficiently and like work smart and fast he everything he's always like running too yeah yeah um, probably because the piece of material he has is so big that it's just like oozing heat out of it. And yeah. <laughs> any minute that he loses heat, it's just that much harder, his life. But, um, it's funny, I'm looking this up while you're talking. 
It's a Ritter, R-I-T-T-E-R, air compressor. And the ones I'm looking at online, they're from like 1914, wow. 1915. They look exactly like it. But um, How much are they? Flipping through, That's like, like World War $500. But then I'm looking, and they actually still make them. Wow. But not, they look totally different, but they're also like $6,000. Wow. But they say silent um, air compressor. And that's what's funny about this thing. I'll um, post some pictures of it on the website. No, you but, won't. Um, okay, I'll, I say I will, but I won't. But, um, no, it just has some really nice name plates on it, and it's totally silent when it runs. It's absolutely amazing. It's really nice. It's yeah. a very satisfying, like, yeah. steampunk, like, is. engine sound. Because yeah. it's got that little chug, yeah. but it's not like it... Like, you wouldn't mind hearing it in the background. Yeah, like, no. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it's, it's it, nice. It's, it's amazing. Like it. And it's... Um, Sounds like a steam engine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because Jimmy was saying, he goes, that cover must have been on it all the time. He goes, it's just so It's in perfect clean. condition. Yeah. So that was my t tool. I'd like to see... I mean, look at these. They all look... They look exactly like it. And that's the, that's the correct cover for it. But uh, I'm wondering if they say how many... Um, I wonder how many pounds of pressure it makes. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Probably a lot because dentist dental I mean, tools I know, spin pretty fast. Yeah, I mean yeah. they. It, it's interesting too because it's like. Is it volume or speed that those I, have though? You know, that like I don't that's know, what I'm yeah. wondering if. Um, I would assume that this thing doesn't have a high CFM, but it has a high pressure. To power that. That's what I would think to get yeah. those tools spinning so yeah, fast. Yeah, but in 1914, yeah. who knows? They could be spinning a lot slower. I'll tell you. So I am much older than you, Paul. So when I first went to the dentist as a kid. What was that, like 1922? No, so yeah. like a couple yeah. years yeah. after no. these really so, like seriously? hit the That's market. when they were using wooden our, teeth. Our, our dentist. <laughs> no, this is no shit. Our dentist fought in the war with my grandfather. And we went in there. And he had pictures all over his walls of pulling people's teeth, like, in the field. Like, oh, during, on the battlefield, legit, right? So when I was probably about 22, 23, I started going to a new dentist. And uh, he went to fill a filling, and I go, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm giving you a needle. I'm like, oh, you're pulling the tooth? He's like, no, just to, you know, for, to give the filling. I go, why do you got to give me a needle? He's like, for Novocaine. I was like, oh, you do that? He's like, for a filling? He goes, yeah, haven't you ever had a filling before? I go, yeah, I've never had Novocaine for a filling. Our dentist never gave us Novocaine for what? a filling. Yeah, never. This guy animal? This yeah, guy was yeah. real old and school, huh? his drill was legit. Like, if you ever been, there was a great museum <laughs> up in New Hampshire, the Wright Museum, where they literally would step on a pedal on the ground, and it was a motor, and there was a rubber band, I wish people could see Paul Pinto's face right now. He's about to faint. Oh, my God. This rubber band went all the way up, and every joint on the drill was articulated and had, like, a pulley and, like, redirected it. And at the end of the drill was, like, oh a little pulley. Oh, my God. And it literally, like, your head would go. Did it hurt? <laughs> it fucking hurt. Like, yeah. it was nobody's business. So I ended up with this dentist had every filling removed in my mouth because they're all mercury fillings for one which they never <laughs> mercury oh, this guy's was this it is mercury crazy or, or lead or silver no mercury dude you would not die mercury, not mercury there's yeah. something in them let uh no, maybe cobalt google that <coughs> google what used to be in fillings mercury. that they had well, to mercury is it. a liquid 
No, it's, it's, it's a metal. It's something. Yeah, it's a liquid metal. Mercury yeah. is a liquid, mercury is a at room liquid. temperature. It's liquid. Mercury is a metal that's yeah it's liquid. liquid. It's, yeah. Have you ever yeah. felt mercury? Yeah. Because in my science class one year, he gave my science teacher gave us like a little tube of mercury. The thing was heavy as hell. Oh, yeah. It was just see, a little bit. You ever see Cody's lab? He like plays with mercury and shows like how it's supposed to be like. You ever hear the way he says mercury? No. He says like he said says it differently than yeah. you any of us pronounce yeah. it. How does he, he pronounce it? it like I can't even I don't like, have to play a clip yeah. of it. Like aluminium, yeah. like aluminum. But, but Mer- mercury or something. Yeah, but it's very he strange. Shows like how it's not as poisonous as people think in certain states or whatever. Uh-huh. But I forget what it is. It's not good for you and that's why I have had them all removed. <laughs> but they used to be like, oh my God, like he never would fill them all the way because and I says, yeah, because we would be crying in the chairs. Like, we Holy would dread. Shit. Dude, it was torturous. When did they come out with Novocaine? I'm assuming oh, he had dude, access to this. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, my God. It's just crazy. <laughs> what was in fillings? Did you Google it? I looked. It, it said lead, but that was like in the 1800s. No. Not that old. Then it said amalgam. Listen, with the way this yeah, dentist amalgam. is. Amalgam. Amalgam. Whatever amalgam is. It's radioactive. How many dentists do you think? Is amalgam to safe to use in dentistry? It is considered safe. It contains a mixture of silver, copper, and tin. Okay. In addition to mercury. Yeah. Yeah, it's the mercury. Really? In it. Yeah, there's mercury. I knew there was shit. mercury. Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember this. Cody, Cody's lab, he stood on a... On a he flushed 250 pounds it. of mercury yeah. down a toilet. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, in the sewage? Like, 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 he wanted to see like if it would clog. Like if you, or something with yeah, it. But, I yeah. yeah. Isn't that like... Going into like the sewers, like, like toxic. No, no, no. He, he had like a, oh, he a, like made... a yeah. It oh. went into like a a, a, a hopper and he. Oh, then he just went to his yeah. bathroom and flushed. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, all the fish died for yeah. thousands of miles. Yeah, he he has a like a thing of mercury and he pronounced it mercury. Mercury. Yeah. Um, is he like from another country? Have you ever watched Cody's no. lab? He's like a scientist. I've, I've He's based in Arizona. Wild, but he used to be really, really yeah. Good. He did a really interesting thing where he. So, you know that, like, dirt on the side of the highway? Oh, yeah. my God. So, that that's platinum. spent platinum. Yeah. And he swept up, like, pounds of that dirt and then yeah. refined it down to bare platinum. Wow. And it's he talked about how, like, it would be possible if you had a, you know, it, it's not efficient, but what does that dirt go, you know? Like, it, yeah. it's literally, our cars are constantly using platinum, you know, to yeah. in a catalytic converter. Yeah. And uh, he has a, he has a very interesting channel. For some reason, he was getting because I saw this on a couple other YouTubers. Something about the backyard chemistry he was doing. He was getting like shadow banned by YouTube for like almost yeah. a year, where he yeah. would put out videos. He had wow. like a million subscribers, and he would put out videos, and they would get like ten thousand views. Speaking of shadow yeah. banned, remember uh-huh. one of my little po- my oh, post? Oh boy! I swear to God, dude. Oh, What'd you get shadow banned on? That post when I posted a clip of the podcast and I was talking about China. What did I say? Chinese. Um, the Chinese started Bitcoin, and mm-hmm. I was saying a couple other crazy things. I only got eighty-three likes on that post. Normally, my posts get like four hundred, some six, seven hundred. I've gotten. You know, <laughs> my boy like, Whistling Diesel's been getting shadow banned. Yeah, dude, so they definitely I, do that shit. I know mm-hmm. somebody that posted on Facebook, like jokingly, somebody said they got the vaccine, and he said. Something like, oh, it was just a shot of water or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> Permanently banned. Oh, wow. Yeah. Who is this? How do you do that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that'll do it. I mean, yeah, obviously that's kind of... And it just it was stupid comments It's a stupid, him, yeah. But I'm like, wow. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. 
<laughs> Did you, you I guess got that's a vaccine, shadow right? Did you yeah, get a vaccine? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I got the vaccine. Cough in my face. And I didn't yeah. want to hear it from anybody, so. No, I just, like, you know what? I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the other stuff is they give me either, so. My mom was a little, like, worried about it because she just worries about everything, not because she's, like, an yeah. anti-vaxxer. Yeah. But we were saying to her, we're like, listen, all three of us are going to get it. If yeah. we all die, what the hell are you going to do on your own? You <laughs> might as well join us. Yeah, what are you yeah. going to do? Sit here She's with like, the well, dogs? I'll drink it, I guess. Yeah. I'll drink the Kool-Aid. Well, it was funny because Jimmy mentioned that he got it, and he got one, and like a couple people had said, like, I thought you weren't going to get it, you know? But I don't know. It is just, I, I don't know. It's, you know. You know what? what Everyone's got to leave each other alone. That's. Well, the, mm-hmm. the sad part is I know somebody that got the Johnson & Johnson one. Oh, yeah? And the next day. <laughs> It came out like with the, mm-hmm. the blood clots and like they were terrified, you know. <laughs> but it's like it was only a woman. It was so yeah. weird. But I think it was it like just, six people. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I don't know. It, it just it's for the greater of mankind. It's kind of funny. You know, yeah. I don't know. We were out to dinner, Angela and I, with some with one of her friends who, and I know she doesn't listen to this, um, but she said to Angela, like, are you going to get vaccinated? And every, I, anyone that listens to this likely knows my fiancé is a nurse at a New York City hospital. So she got vaccinated. Two days after the vaccine was available, she got oh, a slot. Wow. She got yeah. vaccinated. She got the Pfizer within the first week. And I had a little bit of... I had a little bit of a like little that bit was of a reservation when it first came when out. First came out like, I had a little bit of like a she was oh, like the you're, you're going to get it you're yeah. going to get it this week. Yeah. She goes, well, we have to get it. There's a slot available. I'm going to get it. And yeah. I said, you know, she has far more medical training than me. So yeah. you know, if you feel comfortable, that's it. So we went out with her, one of her friends, and the girl said, you know, oh Angela, are you going to get vaccinated? And Angela goes, I already did. And she goes, I don't. She goes, I don't want to get it. I'm not going to get it. Mm-hmm. She goes because we don't know. And she she had a whole stance. Turns out where she works mm-hmm. mandated that they get vaccinated, mm-hmm. and she got the Johnson and Johnson. Oh god! So she was skeptical <laughs> yeah. from the start, yeah. and yeah. I was like, man, it does yeah. does that's that's irony yeah. right there because yeah. I know that they were the whole time. I wonder, and I wonder if it was pre like fallout because yeah. if it was, I'm sure she was like you know, probably trying to put something in between her arm and the needle, but I don't know. I mean, I think that, uh, I I breathe in on, think about what you breathe in on a daily basis in the work that we do. That's my thing. It's like, that put worse on my body. Right. I mean, if if they're giving it to everybody, if, if, if everyone's dying, like if 75% of the people get it and they all die, it's like, what am I going to be done? We'd be stuck with all the lunatics, you know? I don't. I'd rather be dead, anyways. If I'm stuck with all the anti-vaxxers. You no, know, when you when 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 uh, when X-ray technology first came out, yeah. And you might already know this, Paul, and Derek, you definitely know this. They they exploited X, X-ray technology because oh. they thought it was safe. They were X-ray people X, all the time. They would X-ray right? your foot at the shoe store so that I you saw could see like that. how like the shoe would best fit you. Yeah. <laughs> those people just went on. Like those flies. those people had kids. Most of those people lived into their 80s and 90s, smoked every day, yeah, ate red yeah, meat, and they yeah. were fine. Yeah. You know, I think, you ever seen the videos, like the old foundry videos? I've posted some of them on my yeah. Instagram, like old, like casting foundries, where like the only guy wearing goggles is the dude 
next to the cauldron. Everybody else yeah, is wearing yeah. like knickers yeah, and like yeah. one of those hats, like yeah, the, like the yeah, penny yeah, hats, yeah, yeah. and that's it. And these guys, they're all fine. Yeah. They're all yeah, those, dead those now, but they live. Videos with yeah. you know, you got like ten Chinese guys, and there's like this mm-hmm. freaking and they're all smoking they're too. All, yeah, smoking. Yeah, yeah. yeah they got a, a broom, yeah. a broom yeah. with like made out of the sticks. witch's broom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had a straw, and there's like a ten thousand pound ram slamming yep. down, and they're just right next to it. Like if a piece comes off it's going to kill like Did all you of see them a video it was uh, a foundry video I, I forget where i just seen it maybe it was on that tv show i was telling you about the fails video it was an aluminum no because i think i replayed it, it was an aluminum found like a, a cauldron of aluminum, yeah, yeah and it spilled on the ground oh. Oh my God! It was huge, and it was just like molten lava. Every <laughs> oh my day. God! I was like, "Can you imagine being You'd be there running for like your life?" That like, holy did you see the shit. video went viral on Instagram on like all like the mechanic pages? But it was a, uh, it was a place that was doing hot roll bar, mm-hmm. and the bar I guess oh, comes out of a shooter, yes. comes shooting out the yes. top, and everybody Dude. runs, and it's yes. like spaghetti, yes. and yeah. it's red hot. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a. Uh, it's funny you were talking about like the ram. So the other day, I, I was working on this project and I broke a tap, like um, almost three quarters of an inch in a hole, and I it was not good. It was like really screwed up my project. So I took a carbide burr, I tried to grind it out, and then I tried to to bang out. I tried to get it to turn just a little bit. So I put in a, a regular punch, and I'm hitting it, and I'm you know it's not going. So then I really start hitting it. The the either the punch or the tap chipped, Ooh. shot up, went into my finger, and actually with enough like velocity that it went in my finger, and I had to pick oh, it back wow. out, and then it started bleeding, wow. and I was like, oh, that could have gone into my eye. Like, I, had, I always wear safety glasses, especially after the surgery that I got, but I'm like, that could have hit me in the face, and it was like, holy shit, that thing, all I was doing was hitting it with a hammer. Mm. I, you know, this yeah. wasn't under any real mechanical yeah. force. It was just yeah. me swinging a little hammer and it had enough velocity to go into yeah. my thumb and into my finger. So I was like, damn, I guess being careful uh, is probably important. Yeah, it's amazing how quick, you, you know, you get hurt. And it's funny, like, whenever you do something dangerous and, like, you do, like, the little safety squint mm-hmm. and stuff, it's like, <laughs> that's not the time it's going to get you. Mm-mm. It's just, like, the dumbest thing that happens yeah. that... They get you, you know, and it, it just that that's what scares me, you know, especially like when you use something like, you know, we were using that lathe the other day and it's just um you know, that thing is just so powerful. Mm-hmm. You know it's just like it just that would just hurt you so bad and not even care. Dude, the iron worker makes me nervous. Every yeah. time I punch like something thick with the iron worker, that thing's I like just, out of control. Just yeah. once well, you press I, that button. Yeah, that's it. I mean yeah, yeah mine. Yours yeah. is a little bit more of like a controlled descent. Mine's just yeah. you just grip it and rip it and yeah. hope it doesn't wind up in your in your belly. Yeah. But I um did you guys watch I I, I sent it to the group chat. I don't know if Paul watched it. The guy who's fifty cal rifle oh, yeah. his face. Yeah, you watch the whole video. You watch the whole video. You got I watched most of it I think. Yeah. I watched it by myself at first and I had my headphones on and I was yeah. at home and then I'm I'm watching it and I'm going, Holy shit And Angela's like, What are you watching? So I'm like, All right, you'll appreciate this So I put it on like on volume. And she's like, wait a second, what happened to him? I'm like, this gun exploded. And for those that don't know, I think his thing is called Kentucky Ballistics. Maybe. He's on, he's on YouTube. He's got a big YouTube following. He's, a, he's a, got a gun channel. And I don't, watch, I don't really watch gun videos. I think they're kind of boring. But this guy had a 50 caliber rifle basically backfire into his face. And this rear, the rear of the rifle, when it broke, 
One piece shot up, hit him in the eye, broke his eye socket, hit his safety glasses. He probably would have lost his eye if he didn't have the safety glasses oh. on. And the other piece sheared off and went into his neck and lacerated Did his you jugular. See that cut on his neck? Yeah. Oh my and then God. he plugged the hole with his thumb mm -hmm. while his dad, who must have been shitting a brick, drove him to the hospital. Well, on their oh way to the hospital, shit. they called 911, met an ambulance, and then they life flighted him away. And he survived the ordeal with no, I mean, no real long-standing issues as long yeah. as his vision comes back. His vision is, like, not great. But the, vid the, the, the account of the video is so unbelievable. It, I, I, there's no other way to describe it. You have telling, to watch him it. Him telling the story, it's just so bizarre. Because we I, it's funny, because when you sent it, we, me and Jimmy had just watched yeah. it. And, and I was just like, holy I think the video has 20 million views. Why did oh, it really? explode? He was using some type of round that I, was like was a military too, surplus. Too, no, old. I think it was, I'm assuming it, somebody reloaded it. Oh, they reloaded it. Because he's saying it was a hot round, which I think it's got too much powder in it or yeah. something, you know. But, um, but it was some type of know, older yeah, round, but it, they reloaded it. Yeah, and it, plus it, it's... Um, the rifle is probably like a custom-made rifle or something. I think I don't it, know. It's, it's it's a single-shot 50 caliber rifle. That's like, like screw this thing. Yeah, that. which yeah. I mean, it's not. I don't know what the actual purpose of it is. It's probably a big game hunting rifle because it can't be a military rifle because yeah. obviously, yeah. if you're like a sniper and you have to unscrew the rear of yeah. this weapon to put a 50 caliber shell, and a 50 caliber shell is like almost an inch in diameter, yeah, I think, at big. the base. It's, it's huge. Aren't they like? 20 bucks each or like 100 bucks these ones that he was shooting were 100 dollars each but i think Jesus like a regular Christ. like a you know like a more standardized 50 caliber 50 caliber round is 25 dollars a round what are we trying to shoot like an animal in a different state like well it's i mean like <laughs> i mean a, the animal, there's gonna be nothing left that, of the that, animal the movie um um american sniper yeah bradley Cooper? he was shooting with a 50 cal uh, chris kyle shot with a 50 caliber rifle did he really? Yeah, because of the range. I get, yeah. Because I mean, it's, I mean the projectile saying, has to be, have so much mass. Taking out terrorists you know, from two I mean, miles away. I think the guy, I think that world record shot that he, Chris Kyle, had was like a mile and a half or something like oh that. Oh, my God. Something outrageous. But, yeah, so you got to watch. I'll put it in the show notes, the, uh, the Kentucky Ballistics 50 Cal exploded video. They show the video of it exploding, and, I mean, it looks like you can't see it. It's not graphic at all. It's just like yeah. this kind of, like, boom. Um, and then he uh, jumps back, but yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of danger. Yeah. yeah, I know our boy is doing well. Yeah, um, he was he was in the uh, he was one of the the highlights last year. Yeah, yeah. Last episode. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, the shop accidents are no fun. We want to avoid any shop accidents that we can. Yeah, Graz got a splinter the other day. Oh my, oh my god. god! I helped him get it out. Wow. He was fine. He was, he was okay. Fine. Yeah, he was all right. We sent him to the nurse's station. Nice. It was great. Um, yeah, I don't want to say what happened, but we had a little shop accident, but uh, it was all set. But uh, I'll tell you in the after show. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a safety briefing? In the after show. Yeah, in the was, after show, we'll hear about funny. it. It was uh, it, it was, um, it was, it was, it was good. It was, um, it, somebody thought it was staged, but it wasn't staged, and it, it was good. You'll have to wait and this see. This isn't, the there's nothing staged in this, no, in this no, organic no, environment. No, nothing. nothing. Um, All natural. All natural, that's right. Yeah. So that we'll save that for the uh, Patreons on the after show. Yeah, the after show. Is it BMX foot 
That's peg. a yeah. that's a peg. Don't give that up. Yeah, don't give it up. Yeah. Oh shit. After show. After show. Oh, that's the for the after, after show. There's a lot. Item. Listen, yeah. listen, this folks. It's gonna be a long after. If show. you are looking for value, if you're getting a stimulus check anytime in the near future, <laughs> put that stimmy in our. You Patreon. could put that <laughs> stimulus towards one month of after shows, which right now that's gonna be four after shows, and I'll I'll make a deal with you. You join the one thousand dollar Patreon. I will give you a fifth week of after show Free? on the house. Ooh. That's a twelve. That's a two hundred fifty dollars value. If we're yeah. if we're pricing yeah. after shows at a, at two hundred fifty dollars a show, that's yeah. a four easy payments of yeah. yeah. I also <laughs> offer I also offer financing uh, on the Patreon at five point nine nine percent. If we get I will any finance. more people on the after show, we're not going to have anybody for the regular show. It's true. We do have so listeners. many people in the after show right yeah. now. It's unbelievable. It'd be really nice if there was someone who was like super rich and like oh. was a fan of ours. And then just threw a thousand dollars in Besides there. Besides, we Jimmy? have to. I was gonna say, what about Besides Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's our only Patreon for the after show, um, and we yeah. just talk shit about him. Yeah. So it's kind of really not worth it. But so, what else? What else? I don't know. What do you guys have? What do you guys have coming up next? I know Paul's got his galvanizing. I can't wait to see how that came yeah, out. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm interested. I hope it's good. Interested is the right word. I don't know if I'd yeah. be interested or petrified if I. Well, were I mean, this is what they chose so they, they picked it they actually talked to the freaking galvanizing themselves that's probably what i would have done i would have said you guys like this is the place that i found you speak to them and make sure it meets your expectations because yeah. i wouldn't want to be held responsible for i think um, that's it. it it's just black that's what black galvanizing is like i don't think there's a whole lot of variety i think there's only like a couple colors it's like three get. places in the freaking world yeah like it was in i think it was in everett was the place mm-hmm. um but I don't know. We'll see. I just hope everything goes together smooth. It's going to. I think so. I, I've thought about it, you know, for so long and planned everything out the best I could. So. Yeah, I think it's going to work out great. And you're going to get them back and they're going to love them. Yeah. And then, you know, one of them is going to be scratched and you're going to be uh, they give you fixing it up shit. with a Sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it'll be fine. That's I mean, they're though. canopies. They're like, I mean, obviously there's an attention to detail that you guys naturally put into your products, but yeah. it's not like, it's like a, it's not a high touch object. It's not a railing. It's, you no, know, people no. are going to be paying attention to the sailcloth, not yeah. the metal work. You yeah. know, they probably give a shit. Yeah. No one's even going to know what they really are. I mean, I don't know. They're we'll so see. heavily built to yeah, they are get heavy like duty. a nice, even like if the shit wears off, it's going to be like a nice, I mean, it'd be a hundred years before yeah. it's this is rusted away. Also, it's a heavier, it's Galv 10. There's like different levels that mm-hmm. you can get. This is like the heavier um, one. It lasts a minimum of 10 years. Like, I think it's supposed to be like perfect for 10 years. Yeah. I don't know. There's Do you know what the of thickness rating. of the coating is? I'm not sure. I would I, think I it's like it pretty it's thick. It's pretty thick. Yeah. It's not like paint. Like it's, it's thick. It's like a Duraliner. <laughs> all they did was just yeah. spray yeah. around spray oh, oh, that actually would be terrible yeah oh my yeah. god that would be hysterical <laughs> right the client gets it they're like um Paul like, yeah yeah and it's got like a like a yellow line X sticker on it yeah. and like shit they sent it to the wrong place what hopefully you your, on, Chris? hopefully your boy with the skid steer doesn't unload them um what am I, I working on done. I uh I am gonna be building this really nice bed frame pretty soon i'm excited to start that it's going to be a white oak and steel bed, four post bed frame with like a canopy i posted uh pictures of the samples on my instagram and i posted the the sketchup model on there too i didn't see that and it got uh yeah i posted a, a a picture of all the samples so i what i did was 
Ruby Omano Coat makes uh, 50 different colors of their like oil, and they sell a sample kit for 200 bucks. That's got all the colors yes, in these I little bottles. I was just looking at that. I bought it because each Did sample you? is ten dollars. Yeah. So if you buy all of them, it's yeah. like it's like 50 percent, and it's like why not have them all? Because whatever yeah. one you have is not going to be the one you need. So I bought it, and if anybody's ever used Rubio Monaco, it's like the nicest finish to use. It's just like such a pleasure to work with. You sand to 120, which is like a dream. You don't go above 120. That's pretty low grit. It is, but the the Monaco it Dude. bonds with the wood at this like molecular uh, level, and fibers. so if you sand above it, they say that the the wood is actually the fibers are too closed, and the finish will actually lift off. Uh, so wow. it's, it's very they're very specific to say that, like that's easy. Yeah. yeah. So you sand to 120. You put it on with like a Bondo squeegee and then you buff it in with like a car buffer. Wow. I heard a lot of people will sand it to 220 and then they sand it with 120. I don't to know. rough it? Yeah, I don't know why. Like, that's I don't just, know. That seems like something somebody the told them. Yeah, yeah, but it, does, it seems to that like defeat sense. the purpose. That's you know true. what I mean? Like, because it's like, I don't understand what that would do. But you know what's funny is like my Instagram, it's been so strange, but you have, since that post, you have. Probably a bunch One, of other two, stuff. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight posts, and I didn't see any of those except for the last one. And um, I just went back and liked them all. Maybe uh, shadow banned. Yeah, I got yeah. shadow banned, dude. That's strange. But so that Rubio thing, I'm doing a cherry Here, table. Swipe through, you can see what the bed's gonna look like. Oh, nice. I gotta do a cherry table, mm -hmm. and I was thinking of using Rubio for I that. Would. Yeah, it's now, such a nice Do they finish. have color tints for they it? They do. And, and what's nice is their website has a page where you can select the base wood and it'll show you what all the tints look like oh. on that base wood, which most other, like if you go to Minwax, right, and you yeah. see like the chip that they have at Home Depot, yeah. I don't think they tell you, like they don't say what that wood is yeah. on. Because obviously yeah. if you stain yeah, maple pine or oak, pine yeah, or yeah, red oak yeah, or white yeah, oak, so yeah. what I love about the monocoat is I sent the client the website and said, we're using white oak for your bed. Tell me a couple colors that you want to see. I had white oak in the shop. I cut it. I sanded it to 120, and I gave them, like, nice, big physical samples. I gave them a piece. We're going to use hot roll. They wanted it to look like raw, like iron. Oh, okay. So I'm going to yeah. use hot roll solid bar. Yeah. So it has that, like, nice, oh, that's cool. you know, like, texture to it. It's going to be, like, really heavy. And then the big thing is I want it to be fastenerless. So the footboard is going to be a, a welded steel with a, um, a basically a white oak plywood as the footboard to be like efficient with the material. So what I want to do is I'm going to weld the, the, the footboard, I'm going to weld a U, and I'm going to weld a channel oh. inside it, and then I'm going to dado the edge of the plywood, slide the headboard up from the bottom, and then fastener with screws the bottom into it oh, I see. so that it looks from above, it'll be like, you won't know how it's in there. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, there'll yeah. be no screws anywhere. Um, and then the only problem is the posts. I wanted to use three-inch white oak, like, dowels, and I figured I could get them. Like, you know, it didn't seem like that crazy yeah. of a thing. I priced them out with two different places. One of them wanted $1,000 oh a post, God. and the other one wanted seven fifty a post. And I was like, guys, it's not that. It's, it's a three-inch round. So I'm going to just make them octagons on the table saw yeah. and just get a big roundover bit and make them myself. Like, it's not that hard to make them. You know, they don't have to be turned. They could be made on a shaper. You know, like, wow. um, you know, and, and Derek, I feel like you could appreciate it because, like, it's not that big. Three-inch round is not that crazy. A yeah. $1,000 a post seemed, like, outrageous for a company that makes 
yeah. dowels, it yeah, seemed yeah. like way too much. So anyway, I'm looking forward to doing that. I think it'll be, make a good video, and I think um, I've been doing a ton of metal work, and I feel like I posted something on my Instagram about this the other day. I feel like everybody that has fo started following me in the last like six months to a year would only think I do steel mm. because I don't haven't done yeah. any woodworking projects. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah. I'm a carpenter. Yeah. Way before I was ever a metal worker, yeah, it's just yeah. I go where the money is, and right now the money's yeah. in the metal shop. So I, you know, I take it from wherever I can get it. But yeah, I do the same thing. Money's in the movies right now, so I'm filming. <laughs> wow, this guy. he's going full Hollywood. That's this it. Guy. Yeah, Derek right now is actually uh, wearing really dark tinted sunglasses because he just he can't and, stand all the blinding and, lights and, they've just gotten to him. He doesn't even and, answer the phone anymore. He has and, his assistant answer and, the phone. In mm -hmm. a red smoking jacket. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> No, but um, honestly, I'm, I, I want to try to get back home in the next couple of weeks because it's funny. You know, I, I really thought I'd be working up here with uh, Jimmy, like, nights and weekends. And I think part of it is, um, you know, we're together all day, so it's just tough to hang out at night. You know, not that we don't want to hang out yeah. at night. It just, it's exhausting. It just, yeah, exhausting. just exhausted. Just want to do my thing. He wants to do his thing. And, um, you know... It, he's gracious he's just like you know use whatever you want it's your tools too and i'm just like one i just don't feel comfortable because you know with his lathe i mean his cnc like it uses different software i'm really not comfortable using um shopbot software so maybe shopbot if you're listening you could send me a cnc and i could get comfortable using it at my own house yeah, yeah. but um just a little it's yeah. a thought yes it's yeah you know, i mean just you a, know just a thing you don't know but um no it's you have I room just, for one no, I'd make, I'd make room. I just put on top of just CNC yeah. on top of CNC. It's not the first time, but um, no, I just I just want to go back to my own shop and, and work on some stuff. I miss being home. I miss you my miss shop. Max and uh, yeah, I miss my son. I miss my kids. No, I miss my wife. I do. I miss them all. But no, I just I, I just have a lot of stuff I want to do. A lot of people have been reaching out, and that's what I feel bad because I've been putting on Instagram. You know, I feel like I haven't really been posting much, but people have been so supportive, and it's pretty sad. I'm getting just as many views on my stories, if not more, than I normally get. So either, you know, this is riveting content, or just my other content so bad people will just watch this hmm. anyways. But it just um, I just got to work on some stuff because I get a lot of people asking for some signs. I got a table I'm working on. I got a that just got dropped off at the Powder Dakota, so that should be done next nice. week. So I'd like to get that back and get that going. And um, yeah, so I, I got a lot of little things going on. The so. sign prices are going to go up now. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. If they want them autographed, it's a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Other than that, we try to do the right thing. You put Max's customers. name on the cheap ones and yeah, 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 your yeah, name yeah, on yeah, the expensive yeah, yeah. ones. No, it's just. Uh, I actually had um, the kid I did the amphibious car, car sign for, he reached out to me. He wants a Cadillac one done for his father, nice. for this Father's Day. So I may try to do that, but I was looking at it the other night. It might be a little bit too much to do, but we'll see. And you would do it, would you do full, full epoxy? Full yeah, epoxy. Yeah, the yeah, am, the yeah. Amphibicar yeah, one was yeah. not full epoxy. No, that had, had some MDF, paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, no, it had paint. It, it yeah, had yeah, some yeah, paint, yeah, but yep, it was mostly epoxy. So. Man, it feels like only yesterday that you made that sign 15 times. Yeah, four times. times, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking uh, nightmare. Oh, God. Is it, why would anything be easy? I mean, I it's so funny. I was talking, I was talking to Matt. 
the other night. So I've been working on this machining project for my friends at the Art Fabricating Company. And like, it's a very challenging machining project for me. It's it looks my, like something you'd have done on a CNC. A hundred percent. And and the guy that designed it, Eric, who is the partner in the in the uh, art fabricating company, he's like a big like Rhino designer, and he's great at design. Oh. But he's uh, you know he's used to designing things that are either three D printed or made by a CNC, and he offers me whatever he can offer me, which I very much appreciate. And also it's like easier probably to work with me than a real machine shop because his drawing isn't necessarily like a hundred, hundred percent where like, I think if a machine shop made it, he probably would be like, he'd probably be happy with it, but I don't know that it would work the way that he expects. But anyway, so like I'm making this thing and I'm talking to Matt and the, the other night I'm working on it, and I have like probably six hours into these parts, and on the last tapped hole, I break this tap, and You're using a tapmatic. Using a tapmatic. <gasps> oh my god! You know what happened? This this is why it broke That's because unreal. I had it's a round piece, and I had it in my Kurt vise, so I oh. only had like this tiny bit of contact on either side, and when the tapmatic reverses, it puts a tremendous amount of torque on that bar, and I had a clamp in it, and I just. The, the setup wasn't rigid enough, and when it went to reverse, it pulled the puck out. That's a one-inch thick puck. It's six inches in diameter. As soon as it pulled it out, it tried to spin it, and oh. it broke it. So the tapmatic didn't break the tap. The part yeah, yeah, flinging yeah, itself yeah, out of the vise yeah, yeah. broke the tap. And um, that's kind of the problem is, like, when you – when you uh, normally I would do that kind of stuff in the drill press where there's a little more room for, like, things to move mm. around. If something goes wrong, you just kind of can do it. But when I do that kind of machining stuff, I, I always, and I've had this problem a few times, I wind up keeping everything in the bridge port. So everything is clamped, and it's like if the drill bit's off a little bit, you know, the, the work can't move to yeah. the drill bit. Like when you're on your drill press and you Slides don't hit the hole, around, it yeah. just kind of moves and yeah. it works out. Yeah. So I had it all in the bridge port thinking that I'm doing it better, but in fact I'm probably doing it maybe even worse yeah, because yeah, the, yeah. If, the, if the bridge port says this is where I'm drilling, yeah, yeah. The, the drill bit's just going to yeah, bend. Yeah, so you yeah. break more drill bits, yeah. you know, when, when you work in like, when you're used to going on a drill press. So I, I need to break the habit of like when I'm doing a machining project, understand that I can like leave the machine shop and go to the metal yeah. shop where the yeah. drill press your, is set up. call it drill? The, um, My flex arm? No, no, no. The drill with... Um, the pin drill? The, the drill with the arm. Yeah, the, yeah, the flex arm. That's what it's called? Oh, the radial drill. The radial drill. The radial, the radial drill. drill. Yeah, um, exactly. Like the radial drill would have that been would better be for that. Because that's more precise than just a drill press. Exactly. Yeah. It's more precise. It has the reach. Like that's what I should have used. But Is I was, in your you know. machine shop? It's in the metal shop now. Oh, okay. I wanted Is to have it. Is that a machine shop tool? I mean, it kind of is, but in the metal shop, I'll use it for bigger plates. Oh, you know, like okay. I could put a big plate on and drill holes. Because gotcha. a lot of times, like, you know. I need it for like base plates and shit. Yeah. So it's it all I gets used. It, CNC it doesn't really yeah. It doesn't really matter. But either way, it's like I was trying to do it better, and I wound up just yeah. screwing myself. It, I know it's, exactly. It's, what you're it's saying, funny because I was thinking of Tapmatic. We um, a project we were working on. Um, I had to tap a few holes, and Jimmy's like, "You you want to tap them?" And I go, "Yeah." So it was a um, three inch round, like three inches deep, and it was like you know maybe inch and a half hole in it and I'm tapping it and he walks away and he's sitting there talking to somebody watching me and you know I was talking to somebody the other day and I I'm still you know a huge fanboy of Jimmy he says you know we all are 
And it's just like, you know, it's like cooking dinner for like Emerald Lagasse. You know what I mean? Like working in a shop. Cooking for Guy Fieri. And he's like, like it. he's like, you know, are you done yet? And he walks away. He's like, whatever you do, don't break the fucking tap, Derek. You know? So I'll, that's all I can hear. Like, it was like, a tap. Huh? It's a quarter tap. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, but it's through like. Through three inch? Just like an inch of it. Oh, we're going aluminum in. or steel? No, steel. Oh, jeez. That's not an that's easy. That's not an easy. So, yeah, that's why he walked away. Of course. Right? But I'm like just saying to myself, like, it's just so much fucking pressure. Like, and it's like, <laughs> I'm, like and I'm just waiting. Like, it, it's like, you know, you don't want to disappoint your father, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like it, just sitting there, just watching me from across the room. So, of course, I did three of them. And I did the right thing. I, I couldn't take the pressure anymore. I said, Graz, do the last one. <laughs> he didn't, Graz break, he didn't break it. But it's just funny. It's just like, and he thinks nothing of it. And that's what I try to say to him sometimes. Like, I don't think you understand the pressure people have around you, you know, just mm-hmm. doing stupid things. But that's what Graz had said that. It's like, I wish we had the tapmatic thing. You know, we could have just tapped yeah, Chris it. Chris has really. only got 20. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we had one of Chris's 35 tapmatics. Yeah, I have a couple. So, I love A bombs. I know. Um, so tapping that arm. Ridiculous. That thing's a monster. It was doing two inch holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's funny. Um, Cliff Dufton, everyone's favorite blacksmith, he was going to buy a flex arm. You yeah. know, the arm. And so flex arm is an American made company. They're very, very expensive. Like, I think the cheapest one that flex arm makes is like 2700 bucks, and it's tiny. It only wow. goes up to like three eighths. And it's pneumatic. Wow. So the one that A-bomb has is electric, which is, is super seven nice. Grand? Serve, yeah, it's like seven grand. So um, Cliff, Cliff calls me one day. He's like, how do you like your flex arm? I go, he goes, we want to make more of those. He wants to make more of those guillotines. Oh, yeah. He's like, and, you know, right now, he's like, we do everything on the bridge port, and we're constantly, like, they use their bridge port for rigid tapping. So they go down and then rever- reverse, which is scary. such an easy, especially in a half inch or a seven sixteenths tap, so easy to break. So um, anyway, he's like, you know, I just want a better way. He goes, I'm thinking about getting one. And I go, dude, honestly, the pneumatic aspect of it, I hate it. I, I hate using pneumatic tools. Like, oh, I don't really? have air set up like that, so I don't use it. I said, you know, what I would do is if I was going to spend the money, I would buy, like, these clones of the flex arm. So this company, these, this Chinese company makes, like, what A-Bomb has. Mm. And I don't know how A-Bombs works, but this one that's on Amazon, it has a screen. It's digitally controlled. You tell it what tap you're using. It sets all the parameters, and it's got the little electric-driven motor. You bring it up, and it goes in and out. It has torque control, and everything's on this little, like, touch screen. It's like 1100 bucks from China. So it's Amazon sells at eBay. So I go, dude. Honestly, Andrew's throwing up right now. Yeah, I bet he is. But you know what? Andrew might have seven thousand dollars to spend, and Cliff, you know, doesn't. So he, I go, dude. Listen, if I were you, and I needed one, and I was already willing, he was gonna buy a, a pneumatic flex arm on sale because they're getting rid of all their pneumatics. They're gonna go all electric oh. for eighteen hundred bucks. I go, dude. If you're willing to spend, that's the a red flag. Is if they're ditching all the pneumatics yeah. and they're yeah. So <laughs> I, I go, the electric I go. Ones. This one's eleven hundred bucks from Amazon. I would buy it from Amazon. You have 30 days. Try it out. Abuse the shit out of it. And yeah. if it's no good, just get return it. You'll yeah. get your money back. So he he didn't buy it from Amazon. He bought it from somewhere else. And he sent me a video of it working. It looks awesome. Dude. Really? It's got a little screen, like a little digital mm. screen. It has a protector. You flip oh, it up. Cool. And it does metric and standard. You you tell it what you're doing. And it's got it's just like you know the A-bomb one. And I think this one goes up to like three-quarter. 
Wow, and he's, that's a big tap. I think all in, I think he said he's at like 1600 bucks. Wow. So my flex arm, brand new, was 4500 Wow. I paid $45 for it. This kid. Um, I think mine will go up to 5 eighths. So I think I might do is... Cliff's gonna Cliff's gonna put his through the paces. Yeah. And I was thinking I might just put mine up for sale. Yeah. You know, for a thousand bucks. See if somebody buys it, I'll throw yeah, it on eBay. Yeah. And if it goes, I'm gonna switch to the electric one. Because yeah. like it, it looks like for your shop and the shit that you do, yeah. you probably use the hell out of this thing. Yeah, I would I would like yeah, to have that's something it. like that. Well, how come you don't have something like You've this? almost you bought them before. I almost bought one at I was at an auction, I almost bought one. I don't even know what happened to it. It went high. It I went for it like went almost a thousand bucks. And then because I, I was gonna buy it for this awning project, but I mm-hmm. switched from tapping into a yeah. heavier tube yeah. to using the weld nuts. Yeah, um, yeah. Which ended up being better for that particular thing. But mm-hmm. if I will there's just so much shit I gotta buy. Yeah, like, it's there's so ending. many. Th- I'm trying. I'm looking at a big Marvel saw. It's like brand new at an yeah. auction. I need. I need a crane. I need welders. Probably. It's so funny uh, because, like, obviously your shop, your shop, like, existence came up a lot faster. Yeah. Than, like the scale of your shop moved small, medium, yeah, from a, extra a large, very quickly, a... <laughs> which didn't give you an opportunity to like scale up your equipment. But yeah. it's so funny because the situation that you're in right now where you're like, we need all this stuff. Yeah. People give me shit for having so many different things. But like when a job comes to my door, yeah. I always have it. Listen, yeah. you got the stuff. You're never Seriously. Like, and I say it like up. I always joke yeah. about how I have all this shit. But like when the job comes... I just turn around. I'm like, oh, I have one of those. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh, I need to go and cut an I-beam out of a building. Like, I, I, I that column job for that restaurant. He's like, I don't know how we're going to pull this I-beam out. I'm like, oh, I have a cordless metal cutting saw. I'll just cut that I-beam out. No mm. problem. We'll just cut mm. it out. You know, and it's like, like, oh, we only have, like, one outlet there. It's like, that's fine. I'll just come and do yeah. it. We'll do it. You know, we're you like. got to have the right tools for the job. Yeah, and it's like, I, I have such a redundancy of, of stuff in my shop, but it's like. Now you just need the space. I wish I had the space, yeah. yeah. But I mean, even still, it's like if you can, if you can, at least be in the range of like, all right, well, I can accept this job. I can give them a price because I already am ready to do it. It's like, you know, yeah. I remember when I was first getting started, a jeweler wanted me to make all his cases. He wanted these like very simple angle iron steel cases, and I didn't have a welder at the time. And I was like, well, okay, well, I got to borrow a welder to do this. And after I like finished up with the price and I like thought about it, it, it I had already like lost the job just in sheer time, but that would have been like a great job. It would have mm. been, you know, like nowadays it would have been like a bread and butter job, you know, like little steel frames. You know, sometimes you lose work cause you're not yeah. tooled up for it. You know, it, it's funny because I'm trying to just get rid of stuff and, um, I had given away a tile saw mm-hmm. and I had three of them. And it's just funny. So I was like going through them and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep one small one in case I have to cut it. But it's like, first off, like I never want to do tile work again. Mm-hmm. Like I just hate it. It just, it's miserable. It's backbreaking. It, it, it is. It, it just, it sucks. Every aspect of it sucks. Mm-hmm. And um, as I was going through it, I pull out this bag and I have a tile cutter full of linoleum tile, mm-hmm. like the chop yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I was going to get rid of that. And I'm like... I don't know, I might need this one day. And I'm like saying to myself, I'm never gonna do a tile job. If I'm gonna do a tile job, I'm never gonna do a linoleum tile job. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course I kept the fucking thing, yeah. right? And it's just like, it's just so stupid. Like it's, it's so hard to let some things go. But like you said, like if I ever do need to cut one, mm-hmm. I have one, yeah. you know? And it's just, and that's why like the third saw, I couldn't get rid of it. It was just a small little one, mm-hmm. but I was like, at least I can 
cut something like if i you yeah know, i could always use like a abrasive wheel on yeah. something but it's just funny like if you people don't realize the amount of tools you need to do the simplest job yeah yeah you know? and it I, depends on what you do like yeah. if you, if you want to be a cnc sign shop yeah. then you yeah. need a couple like look yeah. at um uh, veteran Woodco. Yeah. Like I feel like he has everything he needs. Yeah. Nothing he doesn't, and yeah. he uses what he has, and yeah. that's it. But he's yeah. not taking the. Yeah, yeah. Like he's if somebody calls him and asks him for something that yeah. he doesn't do, he just goes, "I don't do that." Yeah, yeah. Click. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. You gotta stick to. And yeah. make everything. You gotta be able to make everything. Yeah. I mean, you, it's you true though. You, you know, yeah. you never know. Like what, it's funny because yeah. you really can't pretty much make. Make anything, anything out of you your shot. You, you should have fucking it. change your name to make anything. Uh, you know that story, right? No? no. No. You don't know that story? So when I first opened the shop, my one of my old bosses, he goes, you know, oh, congratulations. He goes, what's the name of your new business? I go, it's make everything. He goes, eh. He goes, that sounds like a lot of work. He goes, I don't want to have to make everything. He goes, I want to make anything. Like, I want it to be my choice. I go, you don't have a fucking choice. Yeah. It's make everything. That's it. You're just making yeah. everything. Really? Maybe I'll take I thought that was so thing. funny, though. He's I'll like, the first anything. thing he says, he's yeah. like, eh, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. I don't know. I want to make anything. I, I mean, want it to be optional. You don't have to actually make everything. You just have to be able to make everything. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because who wants to make everything? Nobody wants At this to make point, everything. I don't want to make anything. I just want to I want to make whatever anything. I want. I don't know. It's, it's very, I was talking to somebody yesterday. He, I did a CNC job for him. He, he makes, like, backdrops for weddings, and he was saying how he, like, he wants to just have like a storage unit with different backdrops and he doesn't even want to touch them. He wants to have a website that shows what he has, someone rents it, and then he sends a guy with a trailer who knows the you know where they are and how to move them and he goes get, you know, get the hedge wall, bring it to this location, pick it up tomorrow and he mm -hmm. makes his money. And he's like, you know, do you want CNC work? Because I, I did, I don't know if you guys saw, I did like a sign cutout for him. Mm -hmm. He goes, do you want CNC work? I go, I don't no, know, maybe. my buddy Derek. Well, mm -hmm. this is like very local. Um, I do send I people do, to I you for baby ship. signs. I, I do ship. So, um, <laughs> so he goes, do you want CNC work? I go, I, I don't know. He goes, I want to come up with a product that is, <laughs> it's like everybody's dream. Right? I want to come up with a product that's like really specialized and easy to manufacture. I'm like, oh, that's, a, that's a good, good for you. Yeah. Um, you and everybody else. But it's like, you know, he's like, uh, where do you find that you're like making the most money here? I go, I don't, every yeah, week it's uh, different. Yeah, some tough. weeks it's, you know, a couple thousand dollars in machining. Some yeah. weeks it's a couple thousand dollars in welding. Yeah. Some weeks there's no jobs and three bids I put out get either canceled or I don't get the job. You know, you just, yeah. you know, like it's, but it's, it's, it's funny you said that. Like somebody said something to me today at the Blackburn, they're like, they're like, oh, you're killing it with the signs. You must love it. I was like, yeah, I don't want to make them. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I really don't want to make them. And it's funny. We did a project. I, I can't talk about it, but um, me and Jimmy and um, I said to him, I was like, you know what, dude? I was like, this was so fucking stupid, but it was the most fun probably I've had. Mm. And I can't think of how long. And he's like, just smiling. And like, you could just see like the joy in his face. And he's like, isn't it fun making something that's totally fucking useless? <laughs> he's like, that's like the joy. He goes, that's why I love building stuff for people when they hire me to do things. He goes, when it like serves no purpose for mm. me, he's like, it's just, it's so much fun. And I was like, you know what? When I'm done with this project, I'm like, I'm going to make stuff that just, I, I, like just something stupid, you know, mm -hmm. and it, it was just, it was so much fun. And uh, it just, it was just so many different like techniques, so many different like processes. And it just, at the end of the day, it was something totally useless that was just so much fun to make and yeah. so rewarding to look at that like, 
you know, and that's like like the same thing. Like that's the dream is to have people make you stuff that just you know financially is rewarding and like you know is just fun to do. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's like the beauty. But that's the the thing about that though is what you're describing mm. is possible. Yeah. In exactly what you know, in exactly like making content. Yeah. Because it's like you know you look at somebody that's been able to be successful like Jimmy doing whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. He can make a padlock one day and a fire poker the next day and get paid just the yeah. same for yeah. both of them. Yeah. You know, I want to restore an old rifle, sure. I want I got a big vice, that's fine too. Whatever it is. He does you know, have the dream job. You do whatever it is, but yeah. but you know, um he's not the only one. Yeah. Which means that there is like an opportunity for that and it's funny after talking to this guy last night about, you know, what I want to make, I go, dude, I just want to make whatever I want and I want yeah. to make videos of it. And yeah. I am working in that direction. I take the work, um, I take the work as it comes because I need to financially support my business. Mm. Um, and you know, videos can stop at any moment, but I think like the, the path that I'm taking, cause I, you know, you've, your, your career of making stuff at the pizza place not making stuff, but doing right, stuff. Right. But your, but oh. your, but your pizza place job has yeah. been very like straight down the line. Yeah. Where I've worked as a trim carpenter, where every once in a while we got that creative job that you yeah. got paid for, and we love you, you, you like love it. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the week, and when you go back to your regular shit, you're like, oh, like you building the bed mm. of your truck, like that's yeah, work. That was all, but that yeah. was so much fun, yeah, you know. Yeah. And if and if you were, I mean, you did it for yourself, so like you didn't, you know, you probably didn't get paid to do it from your business. But mm. if you worked for another steel company and they said, Paul, build us like a really good flatbed for the yeah. truck. You would have loved that whole project. Yeah, that been cool. But like welding all these aluminum tables, it's like, you, you know, you'd yeah, rather like yeah. gouge your eyes out. So I got like, people doing that for <laughs> Exactly. But like, you know, it's, it's not every part of the job is amazing, but there is a way. And that's the kind of thing that yeah. I kind of look forward to is like, there's a way to like hone your business into either being so specialized that you only take on the shit that you want to do, which is where I'm working my yeah. business towards, where, like, you know, like, people ask me all the time to build, like, the breakfast nook, the hedge walls, and I just price them so out of bounds where if somebody says, yeah, fine, I'll pay that ridiculous amount, fine, I'll take your money. I need money yeah, to, support yeah. my, to support my business. But for the most part, I only want to take on, like, the you know, like the bike racks because they were like an interesting and fun project which will look cool or like the bed frame or whatever, the art shit. So I don't know. I think that it's a pipe dream to be able to just never answer the phone and not do any client work and just do only what you want. But it's not completely mm. outside of the realm of possibility when you leverage advertising and social media and all that other bullshit, which, mm -hmm. you know, we've all been able to do. So I don't know. I think uh, it's definitely not the safe path but it's not impossible. Yeah. You know, if there was one guy, if Jimmy was the only person making a living, making creative, cool shit, yeah. it'd be like, oh, like, how do you like almost dislodge him from that? Yeah. But he's not, you know, there's other yeah. guys. I mean, look at Blackbeard. Uh, yeah. The, you know, shit. he started out like doing whatever restoration. I think he has almost 2 million subscribers on YouTube. He's making more money than he ever could make in a career. And he I literally know. just is like, oh, I want to make like a, a knife at a rebar next week. You know, yeah. or Alex Steele, he's another one. He's he's yeah. a little more business minded, but yeah. Um, did you have you guys been watching? This is my actually I'll transition into my pick of the week. Have you guys been watching his video where he makes a chair with his dad? I saw the thumbnail pop up. I didn't watch. No, it. No, I haven't watched it yet. I've really enjoyed the videos. 
I really I seen this story about I, I I'm looking forward to watching because I seen a story before I don't know if it was him or what it was but him talking about it it's like they make it out of he makes him out of greenwood mm-hmm. right yeah yeah, his dad is like a like. I don't know that that's his dad's job. I think his dad might have had a career outside of that. Yeah, I don't know yeah, that he was I a professional furniture yeah, maker yeah. because he, he talks a lot about the furniture he like made for them. I think it's a hobby, but you know, it's like literally like you know, splitting and 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 calving the wood yeah, and then yeah, carving yeah. it on a spoke shave and then you heat oh, it over wow. the stove to yeah. get it super dry yeah. and then you oh, really? put it together and then the moisture in the air makes it expand. Yeah. So there's wow. no glue. Wow. No glue, no and it's an alley. I mean, it's like I also you know, it, it resonates with me because like I grew up working with my dad and he's yeah. dead. So like yeah. you know, it's it's. You know, there's that little bit of like feeling of like watching him work with his dad and like yeah. passing on techniques, but yeah. it's not a typical Alex Steele video where yeah. it's like part 100 of him like making something, which is also entertaining. But I just think the series of him doing it is really interesting, and like mm. it's I pr- I would never watch another person's like making a green wood chair video in a million years. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah. be like the most boring thing in yeah, the world yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. for some reason, the way that he's able to produce it and go through it, it's, yeah. I watched both of them on the way up here today. Like, yeah. you know, or they were while playing driving. while I was driving. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it was, it was, you know, they're just great yeah. videos. So I highly yeah. recommend them. What's All your right. pick of the week? I, you know, it's tough. I um I'm gonna stop recording real quick and okay. start again because my computer might die. Okay. Yeah, so that's my pick of the week. Derek, what do you got? I am gonna pick I don't really have one, so I'm gonna go on a limb here. You know, I thought I had one and um I I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with um Van Neistat, Casey's brother. He's um, got this whole thing called the Spirited Man, and um, it's pretty good. It just uh, it, they're just real simple videos. They're kind of deep sometimes, and uh, I've been enjoying them. I I saw it, I'd seen it come up, and I watched like the Casey's video introducing it, and I was like, this is like kind of a bullshit move, like introducing his brother, and you know I know his brother was successful before, but. Um, I watched a video and I was like, wow, that was a cool video. And then I watched another one. I was like, wow, that's a cool video. And I don't know if you guys have watched him, but like his brother's out there. Like he makes some cool videos. I haven't videos. watched any of his videos, but Dude, I, I you see should watch them. Right they're, they're, they're nuts. He actually takes an old typewriter and like types a whole book and puts the words, cuts them out on paper and puts it on like a projector. So it's like one page, like writes a whole book on one page. Whoa. It's like, he does just very weird yeah. little contraptions to fix things, and he's just got some mental issues, I think, but uh, <laughs> but in a, good, in a good way. No, you watch him, and you'll be like, this guy's they, nuts, they used but to in a good way. Tom Sa- you know the yeah. artist Tom Sachs? Yeah, yeah. And their style is a lot like Tom Sachs. Yeah. I remember when I was going to school in, in New York, we went to an art museum, or not a museum, yeah. an art um, gallery that was had a Tom Sachs... Um, exhibit is that the right word? Right yeah, there? exhibition. Exhibition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His artwork was in there, and it was, I was like, "Oh my god, this is like freaking Casey Neistat's whole studio." A lot of people it's have like, been like heavily in, in, influenced by Tom Sachs, and I think a lot of people now don't. I think a lot of people f- would look at at the other way because I don't think they understand how yeah. much how Tom Sachs came way before all these people, yeah. and I think like even like Laura Kampf. 
Like, yeah. if you watched a Laura Comp video and then you saw a Tom Sachs, yeah. like, piece of art, you'd be like, oh, this guy's ripping off. Most people, I think, would be like, oh, this guy's ripping off uh, yeah, yeah. Laura Comp. Like, yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he just has just a lot of just weird, quirky things he does. And it's just really cool to see things you wouldn't think of and just the way he fixes things. And it, it's just um, it's just funny. So that, that, that's my pick. Did you ever watch their HBO show, Him and Casey? I did nice a long time ago. I watched like one of them. It's pretty and, cool. Uh, yeah. So that's mine. Paul, what do you got? You must have something mine, great. I don't have the anything. The pasta what? His is Whistling Diesel. No, it's not. I mean, I was watching Whistling Diesel. We can't pick the Whistling Diesel every, every week. Every week. Yeah, every, every week. week. He comes out with Listen, new, every week banger. he puts out a piece of something content. Crazy. I don't watch anybody's videos front to back. Yeah. I watch his videos yeah. front to back all the way to yeah. the end. Did I talk it's about his welding tutorial again? I haven't watched Hold that on, one. Let me show it to you. It was in my history as I'm scrolling through. Dude, look at this. He's so crazy. Look at this. <laughs> Is that all MIGWIRE? That's all MIGWIRE. It looks like a bird's nest full of MIGWIRE. Look at him. do. You got to see what he was doing. He's got no hood on. He's using his sunglasses. <laughs> Look at him. You got to go watch this video. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. But at first, he was using the wire. He was, like, heating it up. He hooked it up to, like, nitrous first, and then it, like, caught on fire. But look, he's using the wire and, like, stitching it together oh like thread. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I like that his red truck is in the background. Yeah, getting, dude. like, spark burn all over yeah. it, too. Look, look. <laughs> oh, my God. This is this is a great video. Unbelievable. You know what? I've always wanted to do that. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know why. I should try it. I mean, have you ever do seen... Do it just well right here. Have you ever seen some of, like, the early, like, modern industrial art that was done, like, when stick welding and, like, art, like, old steel art? No. There's, like, old steel art that does not look too far from that. Like, where guys, like, oh, were really? experimenting, where, like, when metal work in, like, abstract kind of sculpture became a thing, uh-huh. like... There's an old, there was like an old timey like video of a artist where he's stick welding and he's smoking a cigarette and he has a shield and he basically like, he has like a, like a little, like, um, almost like sunglasses on a stick. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no welding hood. He's smoking a cigarette and he's got a stick electrode and like a stinger and he's like looking around his piece and he's like, like, uh kind of looking like, oh, I'm going to, like, weld a piece there. So he, like, puts the, like, little thing in front of his eyes, and he just, like, you know, like... And yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, like, that was normal. Like, that was what you did. And, yeah. and I feel like what he's doing almost kind of looks like some of that old art. Yeah. I don't Is know. that an old video, the weld? That was from, like, a year ago, I think. I just oh, came okay. across it. So funny. Yeah, he's funny, this kid. He really Yeah, is. I think he's great. Well, I think that about does it for episode 42 of the Handmade Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Go check out Derek from Alden's Patreon, patreon.com slash Derek from Alden. If you're interested in the hottest tool deals on the planet, check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash make everything. I think maybe it's make everything shop. I don't know. Check for both. And uh, Paul Pinto doesn't have a Patreon. Have a Patreon. But if you need any black galvanized awnings for yeah. your beach club, I think he might be the guy to call. <laughs> um, check us out on instagram where we don't post anything and that's about it i think we'll see you guys next week and goodbye thank you support for this podcast and the following message come from corient 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.